This is Rama for Today Radio. During the gold rush, some people, some folks panned out a little gold dust in the river. Some folks found a few nuggets lying on the ground. But if you wanted to get down to the real vein of gold, you had to dig for it. Friends, you know the same thing is true concerning the Word of God. You can go along reading the Bible on the surface. You can pick up quite a bit. But if you'll stop and dig a little bit, it's amazing what you'll find. Now, digging some nuggets from Hebrews here, 725. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan concludes his teaching on the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You know, when this carpenter approached God for his healing, it was not on his own personal merit that he came, but through the name of Jesus Christ. This carpenter just threw himself on the mercy of God. Let us come boldly, therefore, he says, under the throne of grace that we may attain mercy. Others, however, come pleading their own righteousness. Sometimes, when I minister to the sick to have a healing service, I like to sing, Just as I am, without one plea even though I'm praying for Christians, just as I am without one plea, except thy blood was shed for me. You see, that's the only way, really, that we can come. A lady once said to me, you know there's not a better Christian in this church than, than my mother. But I agreed with her. She went on the rest of the family to all faithful Christians, too. Yet, she said, I don't know of anyone in my family who has ever been healed. We're, we're always those who end up going to hospital, being operated on, or, or, or dying. Well, I know and I knew that they were faithful Christians. She went on to say, but in my husband's family, it's a different story. They attend church. And they just seem to serve God half-heartedly. But if any of them in the years that I've been in the family have failed to get healing, I don't know it. Even the most unfaithful one in the bunch. Now, can you tell me why this is? I said, well, now, I don't know. But I said, uh, I I'll guarantee you this is true. Your husband's family are quick to repent quick to forgive, and quick to believe God. Yes, you're right about that, she says. I don't think i ever seen people who can repent as quickly as they can. They never hold a grudge against anyone. But you know, she said, my family is always the other way around, slow to repent, slow to forgive, and it would take them forever to believe anything. Well, now, you see, she'd gotten right to the heart of the problem and had diagnosed her own case. When her family saw they were wrong, they were slow to say they were wrong. They wanted to plead their case, you know, and try to hold out they were right. During the gold rush, some people, some folks panned out a little gold dust in the river. Some folks found a few nuggets lying on the ground. But if you wanted to get down to the real vein of gold, you had to dig for it. Friends, you know the same thing is true concerning the Word of God. You can go along reading the Bible on the surface, and you can pick up quite a bit. But if you'll stop and dig a little bit, it's amazing what you'll find. Now, digging some nuggets from Hebrews here, 725. Look at it again. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Now, I looked up the word save, this, uh, this word save in the Greek concordance, the, the Greek word that's translated save here. Now, it's the same word that's translated heal all through the New Testament. It's also translated whole, W-H-O-L-E, whole, as well as save. 
Now, for instance, when Jesus said to the woman of the issue of blood in Matthew 9, 22, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. W-H-O-L-E. That's the same word that's translated save here in Hebrews 7, 25. There Christ was talking about healing because she had an issue of blood. It's the same word found in 1 Peter 2.24, by whose stripes ye were healed. Therefore, we could read Hebrews 7.25, as he is able also to heal them to the uttermost, or make them whole to the uttermost that come unto God by him. Now, you know, that explains how the old carpenter could be healed even though he might not have been in close fellowship with the Lord. Of course, God doesn't heal folks because they're poor Christians. He heals them because they come to him in the right way. God always possesses the quality of mercy, whereas it's often lacking in man. I know many times, as a pastor of a church, and I pastored in 12 years, and as a minister, knowing something about some of the folks I prayed for, I thought to myself, well, now God's not going to heal them. They're not going to get healed. They're just going to have to pay for the wrongdoing. But you know, the Lord healed them. Many times I've heard people say, referring to unfortunate fellow Christians, that it's just good enough for them. They had it coming. But you know, though man doesn't always show mercy, God does. He knows the situation. And he is faithful, and he is merciful. Thank God for that. Now, let's read again something here in James, the fifth chapter, the 14th and 15th verses, that I believe will help us in receiving healing for our bodies. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Now it's easy for us to say, well, I would never do that. If I were in his place, I would never be guilty of that. But if you was in the same boat, you might not do as well as that person did. Instead of criticizing folks, let's pray for them. Jesus is praying for them. He's ever living to make intercession for them. And you don't have to say, well, now they're going to have to go on being sick now. You don't have to listen to the devil who condemns you. You see, God has declared you righteous. And it's the devil that's trying to declare you unrighteous and to condemn you. Who is he that justifieth or declares righteous? It's God. He ever liveth to make intercession. And he is able to heal because this word translated to say means heal. Heal to the uttermost, them that come to God by him. Now you can't get there any other way. He is the way. Jesus said, I'm the way. He's the way for healing, for being made whole, for being saved. He's the way for answers to prayer. We come unto God the Father by him. For he ever liveth to make intercession for us. Thank God for the work of Jesus today as intercessor. He is able to save 
are to heal to the uttermost because he ever lives to pray or to intercede for us. Hebrews 7.25 I'd like for you to turn with me to uh, two portions of Scripture, two verses of Scripture. First from the 23rd Psalm and the first verse. And then John's Gospel, the 10th chapter and the 14th verse. Now then shall we read our text. First from the 23rd Psalm, the first verse, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. John 10, chapter 14th verse, Jesus is speaking. He said, I am the good shepherd. Now, we have studied uh, this fact and taught this fact that Jesus is our high priest, our advocate, our mediator, and our intercessor. Well, thank God he has another ministry also. He is the Lord and the head of the church. David prophesied of him in the 23rd Psalm, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Jesus said here, I am the good shepherd. Now, these Psalms, many of them, you know, are prophetic. 22nd, 23rd, 24th Psalm are all prophetic. The 22nd Psalm contains a prophecy of his death. The 23rd Psalm, a prophecy of him as the good shepherd. In the 24th Psalm, we have a prophecy concerning the fact that he is the coming King of kings and Lord of lords. Now, this prophecy of the 22nd Psalm has already been fulfilled. We're living right now in the 23rd Psalm. It belongs to us. It is more than just a beautiful passage of Scripture. David was prophesying when he said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I like to say it this way. The Lord is my shepherd, I do not want. Jesus said, I am, not I shall be, not I will be. I am, John ten fourteen. I am, present tense, I am the good shepherd. Christ is the caretaker, the lover, the bridegroom of the body, the church. He is the Lord and head of the church. He is the firstborn from the dead. Colossians 1.18 says, And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. He is the head of all principality and power. He is my risen Lord, seated at the right hand of majesty on high. This means that you as a Christian are an absolute overcomer. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase the Heart of God package. The book from Ken Hagan, Listen to Your Heart. Kenneth E. Hagan's DVD, Just Know God, and his slimline books, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ and Right and Wrong Thinking. 
All these resources are $24.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Some people ask us, they say, well, how, do, how does your ministry keep running? How do you do it? It's through people that we call Word Partner Club yes, members. that's right. And what is a Word Partner Club? A Word Partner Club member is somebody that commits to pray for us. Yes. And to send in a monthly offering. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, well, I don't have much. I'm going to tell you what. It, a little offering, a middle-sized offering, a big offering, when they all come together, they amount to something. And when yes. everybody does what they can, I'm not asking you to do a sacrificial thing. I'm just asking you to do what you can as and become a Word Partner Club and each month send something in. And we, we will keep this program going all over the world. We travel all over the That's world. Right. And people come up to us and say, thank you for your television broadcast because of that. I'm healed today, or I'm born again today. And you know what? It all goes back to you Word Partner Club members. And I want to thank you for that. If you want to know about Word Partner Club, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. And as we close today, let me say thank you. When you call, ask the operator how you can get this month's radio offer that includes a book on this week's subject, the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Join us next week here on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan for more life-changing biblical truths. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.